Do you have less than 10 minutes to learn something new? The Latin Learner Podcast offers helpful information from experts in the school community on a wide variety of topics. The clock starts now, so let's get started. There's a lot of anxiety around the move away from standardized testing. This feels like a massive shift in our community. Um, students who have parents or guardians who went to college, the test scores meant a lot when those parents or guardians applied to college. Um, and so to think about how schools are evaluating students without that data point can be very overwhelming and mysterious and scary for students and families. Spending months and months preparing to try and bring that ACT score up a point versus really, you know, acing your way through second semester junior year, um, taking the time to write a really thoughtful essay. When you're thinking about bang for your buck, um, it is easier for us now to say that the latter choice of focusing on academics and focusing on your writing is probably going to get you further in the college process. And that is a big relief um, for many of our students and families. A lot of research has also been done to explore the ways that standardized tests are quite biased. Um, they are very racially biased. They were created for a white student population taking them. And there's an entire fascinating, very upsetting history of um, how the SAT actually historically has been used to keep uh, underrepresented folks out of education. I'm Alexandra Fields, and I am Director of College Counseling at Latin. Test optional, um, it's something that has gotten much more press and has been in the news a lot, and it's been on people's minds more during the pandemic, but it actually is something that has existed long before the pandemic, and the pandemic has just accelerated and popularized um, test optional policies. So basically what a test optional policy means is that a student does not need to submit standardized test scores to be considered for admission. And so that would be the ACT, the SAT, AP scores, um, and these don't exist anymore, but they used to, and you might've heard of um, SAT subject tests or SAT twos. None of those are required for admission. And schools, um, there are schools who have been practicing test optional admissions policies for years. And the reason that many schools take, have taken this move is because there's a lot of really great research out there that shows that the standardized tests are just simply not the best way of measuring a student's potential to be successful on a college campus. The transcript is actually the best indicator of that. And a lot of research has also been done to explore the ways that standardized tests are quite biased. Um, they are very racially biased. They were created for a white student population taking them. And there's an entire fascinating, very upsetting history of um, how the SAT actually historically has been used to keep uh, underrepresented folks out of education. Um, 
They're also biased in that when we think about resources, Latin is very lucky. We have a test prep course that students can just sign up for and take, and it's a part of their tuition here. Um, many students and families have the resources to engage in tutoring. Even if they don't, they have a college counselor who's counseling them on when to take the tests and how often to take the tests and what scores they need for certain institutions. And so all of this means that those scores aren't just representative of a student's you know, intellectual capability, they're representative of a lot more than that. And so schools began to realize if we are genuinely interested in creating an equitable admissions process, if we are genuinely interested in building a diverse student body in all senses of that term, we can't rely heavily on the standardized test scores. So Latin students are impacted by this change um, in a few ways. The first we'll say is that the vast majority of Latin students still sit for the ACT or the SAT at least once. And we recommend that they do. And the reason that we advise this is because many students do very well. And even when a school is test optional, a strong test score is only going to help them in the process. And so most students take a shot at it. The difference is students tend to not take the ACT or the SAT quite as many times as they had in the past. Maybe a student who realizes this is just not where I shine. I get extremely anxious. I have a terrible time with test taking and I know no matter what prep I do, this is never going to be the strongest part of my application. A lot of times those students will take it once or twice and say, I'm done because they realize that they don't need it necessarily. They realize that they can still be a compelling candidate for um, in admission without that testing. So we have seen students testing a bit less. Um, we also, some of the pressure is removed because you only have something to gain, right? Yes, it can help you to have a great test score, but you don't have as much to lose because if you aren't able to achieve that great test score, you don't need to include it in your application. There's a lot of anxiety around the move away from standardized testing. As I kind of spoke to before, um, this feels like a massive shift in our community. Um, students who have parents or guardians who went to college, the test scores meant a lot when those parents or guardians applied to college. Um, and so to think about how schools are evaluating students without that data point can be very overwhelming and mysterious and scary for students and families. Um, I will also say that the testing can be a comfort to some students and families because it is concrete. You know what a strong test score is. You know what a weaker test score is. You can study, you can retake it. And so I think it feels much more graspable and understandable than some of the other parts of the college application process, like writing a great essay, um, where you can't you know, run it through something and say, yes, this is a 36 essay. No, um, that is much, much more um, subjective. And so this has been very scary and alarming for students and families. And they get a lot of questions on what are they looking at? How is this, how is my student going to do in this process? Or how am I going to do in this process without the standardized test scores? 
So the thing that is really wonderful to see is that so many of the initiatives and, and the direction that Latin is moving in actually aligns perfectly with this test optional world. If a student is not submitting standardized test scores, what are colleges looking at? They are looking at the transcript, which includes the courses that a student has opted to take and how they've done it those, in those courses. They're learning more about their academic performance from the recommendation letters where teachers are speaking more in depth about how they've done. And they're reading their writing. And that is an essay that students write for colleges. And then some colleges also have some additional questions that they ask. Everything about standards-based assessment is actually working toward creating students who would thrive under that type of an assessment, because it is not about just earning the score. It is not about showing up and having a great day and acing that test. It really is about on a more macro level, a depth of understanding and a mastery. In the simplest of terms, it's moving away from very clear-cut labels, honors level, AP level, 36, A plus, whatever it is, and it's moving toward, is the student intellectually curious? Is this student having kind of deep probing thoughts about what it is that they're studying? Is this student making connections across disciplines? All of those types of things are much more compelling to colleges and universities and they cannot be measured in a test score. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Latin Learner Podcast. Check out other episodes on our website at latinschool.org slash podcast.